The following is a presentation of the Belly Up Sports Media Network. Sends it over to Edward Robles. Go and surname FC. What is up, everybody? My name is Hector Flores, host of the Insert Name FC podcast, presented by Belly Up Sports Network. Man, um, yeah, another week has gone, and um, yeah, some things happened. Um, I normally record these these episodes now on Sunday um because obviously i can't record on monday whatever because i'm working and so i least once again till i get an assistant and i haven't got an assistant yet um and then so sunday was pretty busy for me so i wasn't really able to record um so i ended up deciding i was going to try to do it monday i ended up getting off early uh from work on monday but i just didn't have it in me and so i was like all right screw it i'm doing wednesday so this episode will actually not only be you know, obviously me recording by myself, but this episode would also be edited by myself. So I also want to give Spencer kind of a break because this is a little bit of a short notice kind of thing. So, so there's that. Um, uh, anything to talk about? Oh, I mean, it is Wednesday. Well, when I'm recording this, obviously you got this episode drops on Friday, but, uh, yeah, man, freaking, uh, <laughs> um, MLS kids have been dropped. Um, she's not gonna finally drop their kit. Uh, best kept secret for me because I already, obviously, like I, I'm an equipment manager for the Dynamo, so I already knew what the, the jersey looked like. Um, my initial thoughts from it: it's an orange jersey, which is what you expect from the Houston Dynamo. Um, I really like the jersey. Um, it's very clean. I, I think the issue that a lot of Dynamo, <laughs> there's gonna be so many. Look, here's the thing: we, I, I will say this is like my one negative thing I'll say about the Houston Dynamo. It's not even about the club. It's just, I think the fan base at this point is just so unhappy with the club that they will, like, nitpick everything that the club does from here on out. Um, so it, it really doesn't matter what the club does. Like, it, the fan base will always, and I'm not saying that all of them do. I'm just saying there's a good chunk of them that, like, are just trying to find something to say something negative about the club. And it does get a little annoying if you ask me. Um, but, the jerseys are clean. It's the home kit. I don't expect them to go outrageous with the home kit because it's the primary kit. It's going to be the kit that they're going to be wearing majority of the season. It's an orange kit, which is what you expect from the Dynamo. Um, I think Adidas has done very well with a lot of these like very simple style jerseys. And I think that they did well once again with this one. Now, the away jersey or the secondary kit. That one will be to me a little bit on the wilder side, a little bit different. Um, so like, I mean, I don't expect every, like, I expect the, the primary colors to be featured on the home jersey. I don't expect a primary color being featured on the road kit. Like, I think the road kit would be the one where you can just go wild, try something different. Um, whatever you choose to do. I mean, you know, Seattle dropped their Bruce Lee jersey. I love it. I love what the the, the significance of it. Um, I'm sure there's going to be some people that don't like it, but it's it's their it's their secondary kit. It's not the main kit that they're going to be wearing. Obviously, they're going to be still wearing their green jersey. Obviously, when they can't wear the green jersey, they'll be wearing that jersey. So, like I'll say this: like, there's people that are just going to complain. It's always they're always going to complain, and I've noticed that now more and more with the Houston Dynamo fan base and, and like. I would say I wasn't one of them, and the reason why is because like when I was just a fan of Dynamo, I was just that I didn't, I didn't try to nitpicky. Um, I think also because my bar was very low um, with the club that like right now it's just you're you're trying to rebuild the cha- fix the culture, like you're trying to fix the club to a point where th- this 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 is not like being okay with just what it is is not going to be the norm. It's going to be with expectations, high standards. And and it's going to frustrate some people initially because it's it was, you know, Rome wasn't built in a day. Like it takes time to build things and I think as long as you're patient with what the club is doing cuz I think the club is doing a lot of great things and I think if people can just stay patient with what the, the direction the club is trying to go, the club is going to be 
in in a very good place in a few years. Once again, I don't think a lot of fan bases have that kind of patience. But that's just me, um, especially if you talk about Houston. And I mean, Houston is a very good example. I mean, look at the Astros. Before twenty before 2012, there was not a single... Minute Maid was not a packed stadium every day. It was not a strong home field advantage. Um, the Astros were terrible. Um, it wasn't until the Astros started winning that people started going to Astros games. So, like... And and you gotta remember what what uh, Jeff Lunau did when when Jim Crane took over, brought in Jeff Lunau, and he built the team up, built the culture to what it is now, where the Astros are now the standard in in the MLB. So like, it, it's just gonna take time, and I, 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 and I think that's the thing that most fan bases aren't gonna have. And I guarantee you, I, I'm gonna call it right now. If the if the Dynamo find their groove, finally get it, become that club that you know becomes a top club in the MLS, um. Fans are going to come in and fill the stadium up. I guarantee you. Isn't people are going to say it's because like people, soccer isn't that great in Houston? There was a time where Dynamo games were very packed, and it was because they were a good team. So I just want to put that out there. It, it's going to happen. It's only just in time. It's not going to happen right away. So, but the jerseys, great. I love the jerseys. Obviously, I'm a little biased on that, but I, I love the jerseys. Uh, anything else going on? Um, well, this weekend. Dynamo Academy taking on FC Dallas um, over that Houston Sports Park. Obviously, if you're in Houston, go check it out. But, yeah, so that's all I really can think about. Uh, this episode, um, it's going to be a little bit sloppy. I'm, I'm not going to lie to you because I didn't I didn't really do a good job of, like, writing up the timeline and all of that. So I'm going to re- I'm really going off the dome right now with with this one. But uh, hopefully you, can, you guys can bear with me and hopefully I can give you guys a really good product. But we are talking headlines uh we're talking about Manchester City we're talking about uh Messi Mason Greenwood we have a debate topic um obviously uh game to recap I'm going to go ahead and just recap the Manchester City Arsenal game uh because let's face it we got to talk about it um yeah you know give our players of the week give you guys some games to look forward to this coming weekend and go ahead and wrap this show up with my final thoughts um, which will not be involving soccer. I'm going to try my final thought, my closing thoughts to be something like not soccer related. Not always, but, uh, it is involving the Super Bowl. So, so get ready for that. So we're going to go ahead and take a break and then we'll get going with headlines. We have breaking news. Manscaped now sells beard products. That's right. They are once again revolutionizing men's grooming with a brand new Beard Hedger Pro Kit. From a beard trim to a fresh shave, the technology behind the Beard Hedger Pro Kit allows you to shape your signature beard look. Now you can finally use Manscaped products to make your drapes match your carpet by going to manscaped.com and using the promo code BELLYUPFANTASY for 20% off and free shipping. It's time to tame your mane. No one likes a weird beard, so say goodbye to all your stubble and trouble with Manscaped Pro Beard Kit. It all starts with the Beard Hedger. This thing is a juggernaut of fixing faces. First off, this cordless trimmer has a rotary wheel that gives you 20 hair cutting lengths, all with one guard, so no more messy drawers full of extra add-ons. That's right, face grooming doesn't need to be hard. Get 20 different beard lengths in just one guard. Plus, it's waterproof, so you can shave in the shower to avoid all that hair in the sink. The titanium-coated T-blade is tough on hair but smooth on your face, leading to single-stroke efficiency that brings satisfaction one stroke at a time. So make sure you get 20% off in free shipping when you go to manscaped.com by using the promo code BELLYUPFANTASY. Once again, that's 20% off and free shipping when you use the promo code BELLYUPFANTASY at manscaped.com. And we're back. Make sure you guys follow us on Instagram and Twitter at InsertNameFC for all uh, all the things that we post on. Obviously, as well, go ahead and follow Belly Up Sports at Belly Up Sports and at Belly Up Media for constant updates and coverage of all sports across the realm here in the U.S. So shout out to Belly Up Sports, man. Great stuff that they're dropping out there. Once again, follow them on Instagram and Twitter at Belly Up Sports and at Belly Up Media. And go ahead and give us a, a follow as well. At insert name FC on Instagram and Twitter. But alright, man. So the big thing that came out is that Manchester City have been dropped with some huge allegations. 
Um, the Premier League has revealed that following a four-year investigation, the reigning champions of England are being charged over alleged financial mismanagement. You're telling me what? This is... It's not surprising. I mean, like, when we've been talking, you know, all these discussions of financial fair play that we've been hearing lately, because apparently that's the thing now, um, it, it's not shocking that the club that was once considered very mediocre, um, all of a sudden gets this oil money come in, come in their way, able to go buy players like Sergio Aguero and, and, and Erling Haaland as of right now, but like been able to sign big names for huge, huge amounts, uh, like Jack Grealish's deal. Erling Haaland's a great example. And, and like, and they're, and they've been making, they've been nothing but doing big splash moves for like the longest. And it's like all of a sudden, like no one found that fishy. Like Manchester City and teams like Manchester City and PSG are the reason why now clubs are going out there and spending hundreds of millions of dollars to go get these top players so like yes is 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 there kind of an look it's not always an advantage to to sign the best players in the world i mean real madrid have always that's always been their mo and they've always lost to barcelona who has who doesn't really go out and spend many spend much money they do spend money obviously but most of their players come out of the academy so there's other there's other ways to win in this league but like because of what Manchester City and, and PSG, Bayern Munich, and now Real Madrid have been able to to do now, which is go out and spend money to get be- the best players in the world, it's caught is led to the arms race that we now have in in European soccer. And so, like, it's not really shocking that this is what's happening. Um, but yeah, Manchester City is being hit with accusations. Uh, this is what Manchester City had to say. Manchester City FC is surprised by the issuing of the alleged breaches of the prime uh, the Premier League rules, particularly given the extension, engagement, and vast amount of detailed materials that the EPL have been provided with. The club welcomes the review of this matter by an independent commission to impartially consider the comprehensive body of irrefutable evidence that exists in support of the position as we look forward to this matter being put to rest for all. Like I said, man, they've been spending money. Um, it, can that be unfair to certain teams? Of course, of course, it is going to be unfair. Um, but yeah, that's that's where they're in. They are now getting hit with these allegations because of I I would I would assume is the financial fair play rules. Um, do I know the rules specifically? But I'm assuming you're not supposed to spend. You're not supposed to buy every freaking player in the world, but. I mean, clubs still do it. Like, it, that's the thing, though. Is like to me, this is like the weirdest thing to police because, for me, I just don't know. Like, if that's the case, punish everybody. Because like, go punish Real Madrid, go punish Barcelona, go punish Bayern Munich, go punish PSG, go punish you know Chelsea right now. And Chelsea's a prime example of like you spend a lot of money, you're you're not gonna end up getting the results. So like, obviously, like people are saying that they're. That you know, there should be a big punishment coming the way of Manchester City. Uh, I and from what it is, I mean, obviously, some people want to see them uh, get hit with fines. Point deduction. Oh, sorry, so sorry. Point deductions, relegation, even being something that's been thrown out 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 there uh, for for when Man City and other clubs have have been doing it for quite some time now. Uh. But have but apparently they've been accused of of breaking the Premier League rules for more than a hundred times between two thousand nine and two thousand eighteen, uh, which I mean makes sense because that's when like around two thousand eight is when the takeover happened with with Manchester City. Um, but I get, I'm guessing the thing is that al- along with signing these players, the thing is is that they have not provided the accurate financial information to the premier league. So they haven't really been giving them an actual, like the actual amount. So I'm, I'm thinking more towards, this is kind of similar to how Barcelona got hit with the, with their issue with Neymar, because the issue with Neymar was that they were giving him some money under the table. And and obviously you have to have all, whatever you're giving the athlete, you're supposed to be giving it, you're having to have like the paperwork and, and make sure it is what it is, you know? 
Uh, I I think the issue is, is that this is a thing that everybody's doing. I don't I don't know if I'm not saying don't punish Manchester City. I'm not saying that, but I'm also not saying that as well. Um, it's a weird thing for me because it's like this is a thing that everybody's been doing. You know, when you punish Barcelona, it didn't even feel like a real punishment because when there were their transfer ban, uh, it was lifted. For them to go get Luis Suarez, they still had Neymar on the team, so like, and they still went off, you know, went off to have like the run that they had. So like, did did Barcelona really get punished? Like, no, they they still were the successful club that they were. It's just that they were allegedly not allowed to make transfers allegedly because they still made a transfer during a transfer ban period. Like, I so like. This might be a little bit different because this is the Premier League, and obviously that issue was um was it La Liga? I don't know, but like it, it, it's it's a it's a different situation. Like, but obviously, clearly, Manchester City has has been buying players. Like that's the, literally since they they have been you know been bought out uh from uh, you know bu- been bought out by by the Sheik. Oh God. Oh, I hate when I'm yawning because it just seems so. Dis- it just doesn't seem a pro- professional when I do this. Um, where am I going with this? Um, no, yeah, kind of stick going back into this. Dude, it, the, to me, this is like a a real dumb thing because, like, and I'm not saying do this, but like the reason why the MLS, I would guess, I, I and I don't want to be like that MLS fanboy that tries to like prove that MLS is better than than the European leagues, because, I mean, honestly, it's not. But, like, the reason why the MLS, it's a pretty open league. Like, it, I, I mean, you still have your strong favorites, like LAFC. Uh, but right now, let's use LAFC, because they're the team that's buying a, lot of play, buying a lot of players. Like, you have clubs like them, but you also have teams like, like Portland. Like, I mean, they're not really splurging on players, but they're still a very competitive team. And also the fact that they have a playoff format, that's why you have a different champion every year. Obviously, with the Premier League and, and La Liga, even in Bundesliga and, and, and Liga, you have the same teams winning it every year, almost. It feels like Manchester City being one of those teams that ha- since since recently has been very successful at winning the Premier League. And obviously, they're still able... They still continue to go out and get the best players in the world. I'm not saying put a salary cap, um, but I, I just if the issue is that the fact that like the spending has gone ridiculous, and then even then, if you put a salary cap, it doesn't change the fact that maybe they're gonna throw, they'll still try to continue to put throw money under the table uh, to secure signings. So my thing is though is like people that are are pushing for Manchester City to be relegated. Is it really gonna hurt them? I don't know. Um, I really don't know. Uh, it is not the first time we've seen a club get relegated for violating something. I don't know about finances. I know they. Uh, I, oh my god! Oh, I hate that. Okay, I hate yawning. Jesus, man! I need to figure figure something out. I need. I don't know what to do. Anyways. Kind of going back to this though, um, but Manchester City, man, it's just it's just gonna be just. I, I the thing is, is your system's broken. I, I I really that's my 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 real analysis of it all is just that your system is broken. Like, there's clubs that just do whatever they want to do. Like, that's just the way it is. I don't see it changing anytime soon. Uh. If you wanted to stop Manchester City, you should have stopped them sooner rather than later. And so, like, yeah, I, to me, this is kind of just like a point, a pointless thing to do. Like it, punishing them by relegating them. I maybe transfer ban, maybe due to transfer bans. Like you can, you, you're not allowed to make transfers. But and even then, like, but be firm with the transfer ban. Like be firm with it. Like don't let them. Like okay, we'll lift you. We'll, we'll you'll be lifted for this time period. No, like be legit. Like if 
see, the reason why I'm like kind of just whatever about it is because I know that nothing's going to be done from it. it. Like Manchester City is because I think also like the fact that like there's Man City fans now, like maybe when I was in high school, I never saw a Man City fan ever. Um, but obviously, once Manchester City was really good, people started becoming fans of Manchester City. And it's funny, dude, because like one of their best players, Phil Foden, is literally a academy product. But you know, we're not gonna talk about that. But I don't know. I I don't know. I don't know. I I will say, if they violated it, they violated it. I don't. I just don't think anybody's gonna do anything about it. That like that's that's my opinion. That is my honest to god opinion. It's just I just don't think like people are still gonna do this. If you want to make some stricter rules about how the uh, way clubs attain uh gain players, like that's on that not only on the league, but that's on that would be on the league. I think obviously, um, I think La Liga has a salary cap, but I don't believe it. I like like I said. This is a, an issue that I think is just going to be continuing on. It's going to be ongoing. It's never going to, never really going to end. And, and but like for me, to punish Manchester City for using their resources to get some of the best players in the world, while that seems unfair, it, it's it's their it's their way of doing it. It's like there's clubs that develop their own talent through their academies, and then there's clubs that just buy those players, and so. This is to me. To me, unless unless like I see like the Premier League really putting the laying the law down, I don't I don't see Manchester City getting relegated. I can see them paying a fine. I can see them getting transfer bans. You know, maybe like two or three transfer bans. Uh, but if it, I don't, I don't really see it changing. That's that's kind of like my full opinion on it is just I don't really see much change happening. Um because I think right now the situation is that it's so big, it's so just it's just around. It's all around. Like everybody does it to the point where it's just it's just gonna be very, very difficult to try to to stop teams like Manchester City, like Real Madrid, like Bayern Munich, like PSG to do that. And so I don't see it changing anytime soon um, for that reason. So, so yeah, that is, um, that's my thought on, on the whole Manchester City thing. I'm not really surprised by it, man. Like, they did it. I mean, like, other clubs do this too. And so, for them trying to lay the law down now, now, like, I mean, why didn't they do this sooner? Like, when PS- when Manchester City and PSG were were like the first oil money clubs to like trying to go get and go buy players. Like, why didn't you stop them then instead of trying to stop them now? Like there, there was a way to stop, to really police this. Right. And, and you chose not to do that. So I think, uh, and obviously this is the premier league. I mean, premier league has no say on what PSG does, but I'm just saying like, if you really wanted financial fair play to be utilized, you should have, done it before things got really ridiculous where clubs are now spending almost 200 million euros on a player. So I'm just saying that's my thoughts on that one. Uh, but continuing on, um, so we're going to talk about Messi, man, and not specifically Messi. We're talking about his, uh, his brother, Matthias. Uh, so Matthias, uh, uh, you know, when we look, obviously Messi has had, one of the greatest careers ever. I mean, it's not Pelé's career because Pelé, you know, obviously won three World Cups, but um, no one is going to be able to say they have had the successes that Messi has had. I mean, obviously Ronaldo's there too, but but like no one's going to be able to, to – everyone's going to – if they want like the perfect example of a great career – not a great career, of a just an iconic career, it's, it's Lionel Messi. And um, and to think this all started with a gamble from Pep Guardiola. Pep Guardiola, if you guys remember, Pep Guardiola is willing to let Ronaldinho go, um, and then gives Messi the number ten, making that Messi will now be the guy for Barcelona. Um, and the rest is obviously you know is history. 
obviously Messi has been playing before and was even played alongside Ronaldinho, but that move was very significant because Ronaldinho was the star of Barcelona at that time. And for, 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 for Pep Guardiola to, you know, decide that, hey, yeah, you're, you're pretty good, but I'm, I'm gonna, I'm gonna ride with this kid. It's a very, it's a very huge statement. And, and Messi has lived up to it ever since. So like, uh, I mean, like I said, we know the legend of Messi. I don't think anybody has to like go through the story of Messi, but you know, like, but the point of me saying this is that before Barcelona was around before Messi and Barcelona is going to be around after Messi. So I just want to point that out before we continue on. So Matias is obviously the brother of Lionel Messi. Um, he, he went on Twitch for some odd reason. Here's the thing, man. Me, the thing is with me about, like, people that are related to these, like, icon, icons, I, I guess you can call them, like, you know, Messi, you know, uh, prime example, Patrick Mahomes' brother, Jackson Mahomes, a lot of people don't like him um, because of his TikToks and all that, um, you know, they have no real, like, what they do is not a reflection on the player, but people still kind of correlate those two together, which I think is stupid. Jackson Mahomes is his, is his own thing. Patrick Mahomes is obviously his uh, whole other thing. So, I, I don't know. But anyways, uh, Matias Messi took aim at Barcelona for not fully recognizing the greatness of the World Cup winner who claimed 10 La Liga titles and four Champions League trophies with, with Barcelona, not to mention countless of individual awards. I, I Look, I don't really know what the relationship is, relationship is between Barcelona and Messi. Obviously, we know that there was clearly some frustration near the end of, of that period with Messi and Barcelona. Obviously, the mistreatment uh, of Luis Suarez, his, 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 really good, his real good friend, Luis Suarez. Um, a lot of mismanagement of the club. Obviously, the whole financial debacle that they're still trying to to get back get back from is a whole mess of things, man. Like So, I mean, did it end well? No, it did not. Um, but I don't... To be frank, I really don't know where Matias is talking about. I don't know if he just went on Twitch and just went off for some weird reason. But this is what he said. I don't know. I don't know about you, but Barcelona became known thanks to Messi. Nobody knew about them before. Whoever has had the chance to go to Barcelona and see the museum, you can see that museum is Messi. Like I said, Barcelona was there before Messi. Barcelona will be there after Messi. But a good chunk of some really great moments of Barcelona history does involve Lionel Messi. Uh, I mean, the Champions League, the trebles, you know, all that stuff does involve Messi. But to say that Barcelona didn't exist, wouldn't be where they are if it wasn't for Messi, I think it's kind of ridiculous because this club has been here for years, um, has had an iconic rivalry with Real Madrid, who's also been around for years. So for me to like, for you to go that brash uh, to say that, this is this is why people just need to like mind their own business, man. Like I don't what the like Matias Matias Messi like to be to be frank is is honestly a nobody. Like, uh, I mean his brother, yes, Messi can, is going to go down as one of the greatest of all time. Like there's there's no there's no one in this world that would would even argue. That 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 would argue that statement. Like I mean, Messi is downright one of the best players in the world. Um, but to see, see, that's the thing with me. Like I hate making players bigger than the clubs. Uh, but and and, and the thing is though, like you like it's and kind of similar to Jackson Mahomes, man. Like you can't say things. Like you just can't do insane things without there being some sort of backlash or some sort of, you know, with, with some sort of backlash. Like it's just, it is because of the fact that you're like, you share the same last name with, with a legend. Like, you know, like I said, Jackson Mahomes, the things that he does is, it's his doing. It's him. It's just him being him. But because he has the same last name as Patrick Mahomes, Patrick Mahomes gets thrown into it. And you got Matias Messi who going on Twitch and saying all his things about his brother, and maybe he he's serious or not, but like because you shared the last name with a goat, it's gonna fall back to him. And so, 
I'm gu- I'm guessing that like because of all those things, he got hit. He got like, he got a pretty stern talking to, which is this is what he ends up saying. Um, he ends up having to apologize. Um, and, and this is what he had to say. I want to apologize for what I said on social networks. I was just making jokes with my son and my friends. How am I going to think of a club as big as Barcelona in their history, which has given a lot both to my family and Leo? For us, Catalonia is our second home, and that is well known. I am very sorry and apologize to everyone, especially the Barcelona fans. <sighs> like, I will say, to make things worse, like, if you are really just joking, um, you, you know the fact that he probably got scolded by his brother, because the thing is, though, Messi loves Barcelona. Like, you know, if, if there's any, there's no argument by Messi loves Barcelona. Barcelona is always going to have a special place for him. Um, and so, it's just safe to say he's an idiot, man. Like, and, and Messi, I'm sure Messi saw that and was like, "Hey, you need to apologize for that." You know, because like I said, the club's mean. The, the club has a lot of meaning to Messi, so like. He, I'm sure Messi does not want any sort of negative relationship with them. And once again, even though he has no control over his brother, his brother does what he does and that's it. But because he shares the same last name with him, there is res- there is a responsibility. There is, you can't be out and, and you know, like speaking out like that because it is going to be a reflection on met on Lionel Messi. Like whatever Matias says will go back to Messi. Whatever Jackson Mahomes says goes back to Messi. Whatever Michael Jordan's dad did goes back to Michael Jordan. Like it it's it, no matter what, because of who you're related to, because of who probably takes care of you, that's who it falls back on. It's a negative reflection of them. What you do reflects on them and, and so like you can't do even even if it's your own twitch channel even if it's your own tiktok even if it's your even if it's in the safety of your, in the confines of your own home you can't say things because it's going to go back to them it shouldn't but that's the way it is um so like for me like i said barcelona is going to be there before mess was there before messi was there during while Messi was there, and will always be there after Messi. The names, Johan Cruyff, you know, Pep Guardiola, Ronald Koeman, not the coach, <laughs> not the coach Ronald Koeman, but the player Ronald Koeman, like, you know, Ronaldinho, Deco, like those names will forever be icons of that club. Messi includes one of them, and yes, he is a big chunk of their history. Some of their greatest moments in history does involve Lionel Messi. But I be- I guarantee you, Messi does not consider himself bigger than the club. And for Matias Vera, even if it's a joke, even if it's a joke, and I'm not saying that that he would you know to take it serious or not, but like once again, everything you say or do will reflect on your brother. And, and even though it shouldn't be like that, that is the way it is. All right, man. Continuing on, so a little bit of an update with Mason Greenwood. Uh, like I, so, for those of you who don't know, Mason Greenwood um, was charged with rape allegations. Uh, there was a an audio clip that was leaked out. I believe a video. There were some images of some bruises. Um, but after all that was being said in the investigation, charges were ended up being dropped, um, and Mason Greenwood is now a, a free man. Um, the issue is right now is what does Manchester United do? in this scenario because this is a very it's a very sensitive situation here now because like like I said like I said before man whether the charges are dropped or not he's always going to be labeled as this this is what he's going to be labeled as um even if the charges are dropped or not um so now it's it's up to what what Manchester United wants to do with him do they want to bring him back into the club or kind of move on from him um and and i think there's going to be some people that are not going to be comfortable with him and yeah and and i think one of the best examples right now is that 
the the women's team of Manchester United are are very uncomfortable with the idea of Mason Greenwood returning to the first team. Um and obviously this I don't I don't think they have made a decision yet. They're still trying to conduct their own investigation to really make to cover all their all their boxes before they make this move, but like I said, the issue is that this is not um it's not something that can be easily forgotten. Um, the audio clip, like I said, is a very disturbing audio clip. Um, if you've heard it and, and it's hard, it's going to be very difficult to believe that he didn't do it, um, is what I'm trying to say. Um, I think the issue is also is that Mason Greenwood is also a very good player and that's the conundrum that, that Manchester United is kind of going through right now, which sounds like a very awful thing to say, is that this man possibly committed rape. Um, but the reason why the club has to think really hard of whether or not to to let him go or, or try to bring him back on the team is because he's a really good player. <laughs> um, sounds awful, I know. But that's how sports work sometimes. I mean, there's athletes out... There's athletes right now in, in sports that have committed... Uh, Sexual abuse, not rape. I mean, you know, that, that's the big one, but that committed sexual abuse and are still playing professionally now. Um, it just depends, like, but I, like I said, I understand, I, me personally, I understand where this could be a very, very uncomfortable situation in any, yeah, in any scenario. It's just, but I guess let's say this: What what could we do? What not not what could we? I'm gonna I'm gonna take myself out of this one. What could Mason Greenwood do in his scenario? And so, scenario one: Man- Manchester United just brings it back. Um, Manchester United brings it back. He goes and plays. Uh, and and um that's it you know maybe he, maybe he gets back in form and be, be the top player or he will be taking the fans will the, the the opposing fans will definitely get in his head i mean you know if if he lets him get to him and he, and he's never the same player that he was before that's option 1 option 2 um uh, Manchester United could bring him back and and put him out on transfer. Um, it's it's an option for him to go look for a new club. Uh, maybe another a, a team, another team in Europe could be interested in. Him. Maybe maybe go to the Middle East or go to China, or maybe even the MLS. Though I do believe the MLS has said that there it's very unlikely due to uh you know how much he gets paid, and yeah. So and and once again, this is a very touchy subject. It's not somebody that you're gonna want to spend a lot of money on. Um. He might have to take a pay cut, to be honest. Um, option two, I mean, those those were the options. Uh, or option three, probably just not play football anymore, not play soccer anymore. It's probably his career's over. That's probably the other way around. Um, but it is very, it's a very weird decision that, the, the decision is very still unclear from uh, Manchester United. Um, like I said, everybody's split right now. There are people that are clearly uncomfortable with him. Even the thought of him coming back, um, you know, obviously Ten Hag is going to do his due diligence, see where he's at mentally, because um, this has been a very draining or you know process for him. But I just, I already said what I needed to say about the whole Mason Greenwood thing. But if I had to say one more thing, if I had to say an additional comment on all this, it's um. I think Mason Greenwood just needs to understand that this is the reality that he's in right now. Um, that he's probably not going to be able to receive any support his way because of the fact that what he was accused of is very inexcusable. It is a very horrible thing to be accused of. Um, whether or not the charges the fa- the fact that the charges are dropped is 
is kind of irrelevant because no matter what, you're going to be labeled as that. Even if the charges are dropped, you're going to still be labeled for that. And so, um, yeah, that's um, that's just the way it's going to be uh, till then. All right. So that is the uh, uh, headlines. So we're going to go to the debate topic. The debate topic is brought to you by True Classic. This brand makes t-shirts that actually fit, not to mention super soft. When you're jacked, finding the right t-shirt can be incredibly frustrating. Most t-shirts are too tight in all the wrong places or way too big and boxy, but not True Classic. True Classic has already helped over 2 million men get their fit on at an affordable rate. Our listeners get access to the absolute best deal they offer for a limited time only. Get 25% off with the code BELLYOFFANTASY at trueclassic.com. You may even get more reps in with True Classic because you look good you feel good. It's about time to get your fit together. Upgrade your wardrobe with True Classic. Get 25% off at trueclassic.com with the code Belly of Fantasy. Free shipping included over purchases over $100. That's 25% off at trueclassic.com with the code Belly of Fantasy. Straighten your core wardrobe with True Classic today. True Classic. Look good. Feel good. All right. So the European Super League has resurfaced with a new format. Um, and, and it's a, it's an interesting one, um, the new format, but we'll talk about it. Uh, so initially the, the format was, it was going to be a closed, you know, certain, certain teams would, 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 you know, would be there. And, you know, there were the, the founding members would always, was still be in, it's, it was a ridiculous thing. Um, uh, it, it was obviously one something that me and Edward were very much against uh, for the whole time. But the, there's rumors that they are looking to put a new format, which will include 60 to 80 teams in a four-tier system. Real Madrid, Barcelona, and Juventus refused to give up on their dreams on forming this alternative competition. Um, but basically, um, it would be a promotion. Like, you would have to qualify. Now, yeah, you know, so close to like staying, refraining from yawning. Um, but now, so it's more open now. And I think, weirdly enough, that does make it a better, a better option. Uh, because I, I just, the European Super League, uh, I don't know, man. The way they set it up, it sounds more like the champ. Now it's the Champions League. It's basically what it is. I that which is kind of the point because that's what they want to do is compete with the Champions League. But um, I think now the new format it is open. It's somewhat. Uh, I still rather deal with the Champions League for what it is because it's the Champions League. Um, the European Super League is still something where. The clubs are still trying to get more money out of, and and uh, that's just something I don't want to. I don't want to feed that. I I just don't, uh, you know, say what you want about it. But I personally just don't want that. And so, um, for me, does the new format entice me in a way? No, because it's the Champions League. It, kind of, it, it, eh, sort of, sort of the Champions League. But like, frankly, I still don't care. Like, I mean. I I think I'd rather deal with the Champions League's uh, bullshit than I I really want to deal with the European Super League. So I, I'm not I'm not staying I'm not I'm staying on my stance right now with the Super League. I just don't like it. I don't want anything to do with it. I don't want my clubs my club Real Madrid to be a part of it. And I hate that you know Fiorentino Perez is the face of this shit. And I don't I that pisses me off every single time because it's like Real Madrid fans get enough crap as it is for being you know allegedly fanboys and, and, you know, bandwagoners and all that crap, but it's just, like, I, I, there's moments where I love Fiorentino Perez, but this is one of those things where I just wish he would just back off of, like, just let it go, like, just, like, you're not making the game better, like, and it's funny, because it's like, your idea of making soccer better is by adding more games, which is something that the players have said on numerous occasions that they don't want, and you are trying to add more games. 
so like like I said, there's moments where I do like Fiorentina Perez, and there's just moments that I just can't stand the man. And the man has a very punchable face, if if you ask me. But um, yeah, I'm staying with my stance. I I, I still don't like the 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 European Super Leagues uh, setup. I I don't I'm don't I still don't want it. So that that was the debate question: was do you really do you st- with the new with the new changes? Do you still want do you are you still do you still not want the European Super League? So. There's my thoughts, man. Make sure you guys go ahead and go to trueclassictees.com and use the code BELLYUPFANTASY at checkout to save yourself 25% off on your purchase. Thank you once again to True Classic to be the presenting sponsor of the debate topic. So we're going to go ahead and take a break, and then we'll get going with games to recap. Hey, everyone. It's Ryan from No Credentials Required to talk to you about one of our newest partners at Belly Up Sports, SeatGeek. Yeah, live sports is great on television, but the feeling of being at the arena is a priceless experience. That's why our friends at SeatGeek are there to help you find the best tickets at the best prices. Not only can you get tickets to sporting events, we can also get tickets to concerts, comedy shows, musicals, and more. Search for your desired event now at SeatGeek.com, enter promo code BellyUpSports at checkout, and you save 20 bucks off your first purchase. SeatGeek. Life's an event. We have the tickets. All right, and we're back. All right, games to recap. Oh, man. Well, so might as well bring it up. Um, Manchester City dismantles Arsenal 3-1. to um, And a game that I honestly thought was the result was probably going to happen because of just the fact that um, it was a reality check. I mean, Arsenal's definitely been dipping a bit in form. And yeah, this is just it, this is a tough one, but I mean, it's it was the uh, the gut check that I guess you can say the club the, that Arsenal needed. Um, Arsenal had sixty three percent of the possession, which is crazy to think. Uh, but I mean, they didn't play terrible. This is, the scoreline is what it is, man. Um, but um, Arsenal outshot Manchester City ten to nine. But Manchester City had more shots on target, six to one, um, which obviously three to one. The goals were scored uh, f- in the 24th minute for Manchester City by Kevin De Bruyne. Uh, Bakayo Saka scores in the 42nd mark off a penalty to even it up. But in the second half, it it just it was just, it was all Manchester City as Jack Grealish scores in the 72nd minute and Erling Haaland scores in the 82nd mark. Uh, 82nd in. 82nd mark, yeah. So, um, so yeah, a very big chunk of of that has affected the table. Um, yeah, Arsenal is gonna have to to dig deep. I do believe their next game, uh, yeah, and now they're in second place in the Premier League. They do have Aston Villa uh, this weekend, so they just gotta get back out to the to to getting some results in, man. That's all you can do. Um, because now uh Manchester City does have a game at hand but they are now even at points so i mean if arsenal can go ahead and get things done this weekend they'll be back on top of the uh of the premier league but definitely if if things were to stay the same uh Manchester City would would end up winning the premier league by goal differential uh, so maybe maybe they get some point deductions man you know that would be great uh, but also, mind you, Manchester United is right behind with 46 points, so um, they they gotta start game. They need to start getting back in form, man. So, so that is it. Um, Players of the week, man. Players of the week is brought to you by In the Clutch. In the Clutch is an amazing clothing apparel that has great shirt designs, all with the help of the players' associations of Major League Baseball, Major League Soccer, the National Basketball Association. I do believe now they're kind of doing some stuff with the NFL as well. Um, so they're growing and growing. And like I said, I love the shirts. The, the, the material is amazing. It's very comfortable. Passes the fat boy test as from you heard from Kelsey. Um, but amazing designs. I'm an Astros fan. So I love getting shirts for, from, from the Astros players like Jeremy Pena and Kyle Tucker. Um, but amazing shirts, man has a design for you. I highly recommend it. They also have an amazing football is life shirt, which I'm, I'm sure that's a reference from Ted Lasso, but I can't tell you I've never watched the show, but amazing fits. If you use our code insert name at checkout, save yourself 20, uh, 20, save yourself 10%, 10% off on your purchase. Once again, use the code insert name 
save yourself 10% off on your purchase. Thanks you. Thank you for in the clutch for being the presenting partner of players of the week. So Edwards player of the week is Pedri, who scores the only goal in Barcelona's one nil victory against Villarreal. Pedri just be, being a very consistent force for Barcelona. There's a reason why he has been donned the number eight Jersey for Barcelona. Now um, just, yeah, and he is kind of running away with it right now for players of the week, but with, especially with this new add-on of, of voting, uh, the voting option, you know, part. But, yeah, Pedri is Edwards Player of the Week. My Player of the Week is Wissam Ben Yedder, who scores two goals in Monaco's 3-1 win against PSG. Um, solid performance. PSG now getting a lot of criticism. I do believe they are trying to pursue one Pep Guardiola to be the next manager over there in, in Paris, France. So we'll see how that goes out. But once again, congratulations to Wissam Ben Yedder and Pedri for being our players of the week. Go ahead and save yourself 10% off at intheclutch.com. Save yourself 10% off with the code insert name at checkout. So thank you again in the clutch once again use that code insert name at checkout to save yourself 10% off on in the clutch.com all right man some games to look forward to this coming weekend um in Liga Mekis you got America taking on Tijuana why this game well Tijuana just announced that they now have Biojo as their new coach uh the great Miguel Herrera a personal favorite of mine um he is now the coach of Tijuana so let's see what he can do as he goes up against Obviously, the club that he's more known for, which is America, um, this weekend. And a rematch of the final of the Apertura. Pachuca taking on Toluca. Hopefully, it doesn't end as ugly. Uh, but, you know, Toluca just came off of a big win against Cruz Azul. So, we'll see how that goes there. In league on, we got PSG taking on Lille. PSG has now lost three in a row. Can they respond against Lille? And Toulouse, who has actually been in quite some form as recently, Taking on Olympic Marcial uh, over there in League 1. In the Serie A, we got Sassuolo taking on Napoli. Sassuolo also in some really good form. Napoli, just they're, they're, they're amazing right now this season. And Roma taking on Hellas Verona over there in Serie A. In the Bundesliga, we got Borussia Mönchengladbach taking on Bayern Munich. Uh, Jan Sommer, a little, little return of Jan Sommer. I don't know if it's at Bayern Munich or at Borussia Mönchengladbach, but... Basically, Jan Sommer taking on his former club, nonetheless. Uh, Bayer Leverkusen taking on Mainz. Um, just love saying Mainz. In in uh, in La Liga, we got uh, Real Sociedad taking on Celta Vigo. And Atletico Madrid versus Athletic Bilbao. So, some really good matchups there. And in the English Premier League, we got Chelsea taking on Southampton. Um, if you guys don't know. Leeds uh, Southampton has hired Jesse Marsh. So after Jesse Marsh gets fired from Leeds, he gets hired with Southampton. So we'll see how he does again his first job as he takes on Chelsea. Uh, Newcastle United um, will be taking on Liverpool. Obviously, Newcastle still in fourth place in the English Premier League standings. Uh, Liverpool nowhere near fourth place in the English Premier League standings, but they they have found, they have found some form though. So there is that. All right. So I'm once again. I'm I'm just gonna add everything here. So my closing thoughts. Closing thoughts for this weekend is the Super Bowl, man. So another great Super Bowl. Congratulations to the Kansas City Chiefs on winning their second Lombardi. Obviously, including Patrick Mahomes and Andy Reid. Actually, I think Kansas City has won another Super Bowl before, but this is now Patrick Mahomes' second. Uh, a Lombardi trophy that he has accomplished in his very, very early career right now. Um, a lot of people are saying that he could possibly be the next GOAT in the conversation um, now that Tom Brady has retired. But just one of the best games I think uh, I, I've recently seen in, in the Super Bowl. Um, I think the can I, when was the last good Super Bowl that I saw? I think I would say is the the Eagles. Really enough, also involves the Eagles. The Eagles uh, Patriots Super Bowl. That was a really good uh, Super Bowl for me. I thought it was a really good one. Um, but, but yeah, I think this was two good games. Two of the, the two best teams in the NFL, I think you can, it's fair to say, went, went against each other. Uh, two really great quarterback, young quarterbacks, Patrick Mahomes and Jalen Hurts. 
Uh, shout out to Jalen Hurts, uh, Channel View from Channel View, Texas, which is very, very nearby here in Houston. Um, so cool to see the ho- a hometown kid um, playing the big stage. But uh, yeah, I, I think it looked like it was going to be the Eagles' game, um, if you ask me. But I think uh, Kansas City, you just got you just got hats off to Patrick Mahomes, man. He was just one tough dude. Um, he goes out there and, and fights every game. He you know hurts his ankle. Um, he thought he was out, but you know he he came in fighting, and then obviously having that big run, um, even though he's 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 not a hundred percent on that ankle, it just just shows you how tough he is and how much he wants it. Um, but my whole point of this of this talking about the Super Bowl wasn't because I wanted to show you guys my NFL brain chops or anything like that. Um, it's especially in the soccer side of things, man. It's always that great graphic that comes. Look. Like, it, there's nothing you need to prove. There's nothing that needs to be proved that soccer is the more popular international sport than football. Uh, football is only dominant in America. Like, that's that's just it. Like, it, it's not crazy to believe that, that that sport is so dominant in America that it doesn't translate well in other countries. So like I I hate that graphic of of like this you know of like the viewership of like the Super Bowl versus the World Cup which mind you you're 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 using the World Cup which is like the a tournament that happens every four years it's a huge event everybody's watching it including people in the United States that's usually when the people the Americans do watch soccer is when it's the World Cup so like for me like I hate that graphic with such a with with such pa- with such passion because like. It's two completely different things. Like, I'm not saying that the Super Bowl would would hit as much if it if it was every four years. No, I'm not saying that. But like, if you're gonna compare it to it, like make a comparison. Like, use the Champions League final. Like, it's something that happens every year. We always are gonna have a Champions League final. There's always going to be a Super Bowl. Obviously, pending if any circumstances happens. So like, I, I the thing is with me. <laughs> People aren't gonna like football. People aren't gonna like soccer. Like it, that's just the world we're gonna be in. Um, there's gonna be Americans that think soccer's stupid. There's gonna be people that like soccer that think football's stupid. Like it's just the way it is. It, it's not gonna change. People are always gonna say soccer's boring because the points are low, which is funny because you know a twenty-one fourteen score in football that's essentially three to two. Um, but and it's not a hero there, man. Like, if you like soccer or football, it, it doesn't really matter, man. It, you like what you like, dude. It's, it's not, it doesn't affect me in any way. I just, this is one of those things that I can't stand. Like, as, as someone that's an American that grew up, especially I'm from Texas. Like, football, American football is king here. Like, this Friday Night Lights, high school football. Like, it's every single level. It, like, the way Texas cares about football is, like, how England cares about soccer like it's almost that same level of passion from the youth levels all the way up to the pro level like it, it is just a different beast here but like you can love soccer and you can love football like the Super Bowl was a fun thing um I didn't win any squares which sucks but like overall man like just if you don't watch the Super Bowl then just don't watch Super Bowl I don't fucking care you don't have to make a big uh, a big event of of you not watching it because you're rebellious. Like no one cares. I don't care. I, I mean, it's funny because I'm saying that this whole speech about it, but I frankly don't care. If you don't like it, you don't like it. I you just don't have to flaunt about it or put stupid graphics like comparing the World Cup viewership versus the 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 Super Bowl viewership is clearly going to be more because soccer once again is an international sport and we're talking about an international event. So like. like <sighs> We live in a world where everyone has to compare something to something. I think it's just so stupid. It's idiotic. It's unnecessary. But that's just the world we live in. And that's just what it is. But all in all, I thought it was a great Super Bowl. I very enjoyed it. Rihanna, she killed it. She shocked the world that she was pregnant uh, again. Um, so just, hey, happy for her, man. Just a great. She brought out all the bangers. Um, so I think that's that's a good thing. Um, I think pe- a lot of people have complained about the ending of the Super Bowl, which... I'm not, I don't hate the ending. I think people are, hate it because they were hoping to see another run by Jalen Hurts. But like, if you can kill the clock and not let the Eagles, you know, get the ball back, 
why you know why wouldn't you do that so i i think it was dumb for people people complaining for that is it was just dumb like i mean you know the eagles used up all their timeouts the kansas city chiefs had two timeouts left they literally had the opportunity to waste the clock so why wouldn't you waste the clock so which I, and this is coming from a guy that would have benefited from a, a a Kansas City Chiefs touchdown because had they scored a touchdown, I would have won my squares. So like, yeah, like just take it with. All in all, I think it was a great Super Bowl. I thoroughly enjoyed it. Um, you know, it, it's 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 a fun time of the year, especially if you're if you if you watch American football, which I do. Um, even though I'm a Houston Texans fan and the Houston Texans are, have been are awful for years, but there is a lot of upside if you're a Texans fan there's a lot of upside right now because of the fact that D'Amico Ryans is your head coach now um you have a possibility of drafting a very young a very young good quarterback in either Bryce Young or CJ Stroud depending on how you feel about about any of those two quarterback options um but there's a lot of positivity right now for the Texans I think that they're going to build something pretty soon so I can't I personally can't wait uh to go I finally have hope as a Texans fan so I'm I'm really excited about that but but that is my closing thoughts, man. Super Bowl, just one hell of a one hell of a Super Bowl. Congratulations to the Kansas City Chiefs once again for uh, for winning the Super Bowl. Um, all right. So that is the show. Want to give a shout out to Belly Up Sports. Follow them on Instagram, and Twitter at Belly Up Sports and at Belly Up Media. Um, great content is being dropped there. Constantly check out the website BellyUpSports.com. Uh, great articles being written on all sports, whether it's football, hockey, baseball, soccer, you name it, it's on there. So give a shout out to Belly Up Sports, big time. They're making some big moves. Shout out, they just got a partnership with SeatGeek, um, which I believe is 20% off your first purchase if you use the code Belly Up Fantasy. So make sure you guys go ahead and use that to your advantage. Once again, first purchase. Um, and also Canadips, great partnerships all, all around, true classic. Uh, Manscaped, all great partnerships that right now that Billy Up has been able to work with. So I can't wait to be a part of it more. Uh, shout out to Alejandra Gomez. She created the Instagram FC logo. We love it. Follow her on Instagram at a.g.graphics with an X. Once again, at a.g.graphics with an X. So go ahead and show her some love because we love her so much. And of course, Roosevelt Spencer. Now, he's not editing this episode. I'll be editing it, but he does normally edit the episodes. He does the intros and outros and all the great stuff for us. So we always appreciate him. Um, you know, grateful for all his help. So make sure you guys show him some love. Follow him on Instagram at that guy dope. If you need some beat, beats done for yourself, whether you're a musician or a podcaster or, or anything else, just needs beats, go, go ahead and hit him up once again on Instagram at that guy dope. So, that is episode 122. Uh, thank you so much for listening. Catch, us, catch me next week, hopefully. Hopefully I can say us soon. Catch me next week uh, for episode 123. All right, take care, guys. Yeah.